Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. It's Melissa here and today I'm talking Mobo Vineyard. If you haven't heard, we have purchased a second home with a vineyard and a winery and we're ecstatic. It was previously a commercial winery. Uh, Mobo Vineyard will not be commercial and open to the public, just friends and family. So let's connect if you'd love to come by and visit. I'd love to show you around. The Mobo Vineyard is in Temecula Valley, which is just... An hour from, let's see, Orange County, LA, and San Diego. So if you're in the Southern California area, you've got to check out Temecula. So I'm talking today about the origin of our vines. I, As soon as we purchased the place, I love history. I want to know who had this land, where it came from, where the vines came from. So what we do know, or we did know prior to purchasing, is we purchased it, we'll call it uh, from the Klein family. And the Kleins lived and worked the property for 20 years, they were the second owners of this property. Now we're the third. And so the first owners had, I believe, five to eight acres. And they at some point decided to split the lot and they created the second lot where we currently are. It's a little over two acres, but they were the the original family. Uh, I want to, we'll call them, well, let's just call them the original family from now. I don't want to use their name here. So the original family had the lot, they split it. So they are now our neighbors, actually. They split the lot, but before splitting the lot and selling it, they planted the grapes. They they planted a little over an acre and a half. There are 700 vines and they are a Bordeaux blend. So we knew that when we moved here, we knew that when we tasted the wine prior to buying the property, that the grapes were a Bordeaux blend. So if you are unfamiliar with a Bordeaux blend, they uh, Bordeaux comes from the south, is it southwest, I believe, area of France in Bordeaux. And uh, they use that term loosely here. But now that I know the origin, we can use that term because our vines, these vines here at the Mobo Vineyard, came directly from France. Oh my gosh. So let me tell you how I figured this out. So we went through uh, in the wine cellar. There was a lot of old paperwork that the previous owner had left and notes on on bottling and and making wine and the actual soil and, and whatnot. So we found this one letter that came from the original owners who are next door to us that uh, gave some history and said that they purchased the vines from Caldwell Nursery and they had to pay a specific certification fee because these vines came directly from France. They had to pay the government in France to import these vines. So I was like, whoa, wow, this is so interesting. I need to know more. So I started doing a lot of Googling and searching for the Caldwell Nursery. And what I found out was the nursery existed in the 80s and then in the yeah 80s and 90s in Napa Valley. And then since the nursery has become actually a vineyard and winery. So the the man who started this, his name is John Caldwell. He is a legend in Napa, in Napa. And oh my gosh, I feel like we are connected to him, like half brothers, sisters, something. Anyway, more on that. But so I did some researching, found out where they came from, Finally found out that the nursery is no longer, but the vineyard and winery exists. I reached out via email to the Caldwell um, Winery, Vineyard, whatever, and somebody wrote me back and copied John Caldwell on the email. And basically my email just said, I think, and I believe we have purchased a vineyard where our vines came directly from Sunrise because of the information I found. I, I described this in this email. So I get another email back 
just a generic saying, hey, John, this may be more for you. And so again, he never replied to the email. So a few days later, I see my phone ring. It's about seven o'clock at night and it's a 707 area code. And I know 707 is Napa because I lived there. And for years, my cell phone was 707. Even after I moved to San Diego, it wasn't until I started my day job and had had to uh, get a new number for work, I had a 707 area code. So I immediately, and I typically don't answer calls because they're spam, right? But I I had a feeling 707, this could be somebody from Napa. So I pick up the phone, I say, hello. And the first thing I hear is this man who sounds like he's got a scratchy voice and he says, hey, so I hear you've got some of my vines from France. And I was like, oh my gosh. I said, hold on, let me put you on speakerphone. My husband's here. And so John and I, I say, hello. I say, hi, I'm Melissa. I sent this email and he said, hi, I'm John Caldwell and I think you have my vines. So it felt like, I felt like we, you know, we had adopted a child and we just found the the original parents. Um, it was so, I was so ecstatic. So we have a great conversation. He tells us about the vines. He wants to know the clone numbers. So I'm quickly pulling up in my phone where I have the different varietals, the clone numbers, and he confirms those are his. They came from his nursery 20 years ago. Um, and he goes on to tell us a story. And then I did some more research on him. He was the original person that went to France and he originally had smuggled, there's a story, quote, air quote, smuggled some vines in from France into California. Um, and then he went on to work directly with the government of France to create a partnership and actually legally bring in vines from France. So again, as I mentioned, he worked with the French government. Now he creates and licenses. It's called the ENTAV-INRA clones. And if there's any winemakers out there, people from the industry listening, this will ring a bell. But anyway, what's so, to me, what is so special is I found the person who actually cultivated these, these vines and these clones. They came directly from France, from the Bordeaux region of France. And I'm just ecstatic. I mean, I was already thrilled. We loved it regardless of its pedigree. But now knowing that they do truly have this uh, remarkable pedigree. And I'm also trying to do research because I believe in Temecula Valley, we may be one of very few that are actually growing um, a true Bordeaux vine. And um, I think it's pretty unique and special. And so I'm super excited. I wanted to share that. You would love the wine, hopefully, if you do come to visit at some point. The Bordeaux blend or mix is a combination of, they call them the five nobles. And so that is a Cabernet Franc, Cabernet Sauvignon, a Merlot, a Malbec, and a Petit Verdot. So that's what we have in our vineyard. There's 700 vines and a combination of all five of those, which makes up this beautiful blend. And um, we are going to be planting a few more. We have one row that uh, is not planted. So we'll be adding some and planting brand new vines this spring that will hopefully produce in two or three years. But we are so excited to know and learn about the history of our vines where they came from. Shout out to John Caldwell, the Caldwell Winery in Napa. Go check out his website. It's pretty cool. It talks about his smuggling story. And uh, we are dying to get up to Napa because uh, John Caldwell has invited us to stop by and visit him and his vineyard and hear more about his varietals and the journey he had at bringing them over from France. So we're really excited to do that soon. And um We'll be telling you more about the Mobo Vineyard. Today is a beautiful day in the vineyard. It is 
in the 80s. It is springtime. It's March, the end of March. We had our first little bud break. So what that means is right now, vines, if you looked at them, look just like branches with nothing on them. There's no greenery. But bud break is just about to start to happen over the next few weeks. And we were down there yesterday in the vineyard and we saw little green, tiny little green little shoots coming out. And it's so beautiful. So those are the leaves that are just starting. So between now, the end of March and probably the first part of May, it'll rapidly start producing a lot of beautiful, beautiful green leaves. Uh, And then starting probably end of May, early June, we'll start to see little grapes start to pop out. And those grapes will grow throughout the summer and the heat. The great thing about Temecula is for wine growing, the days are really warm. They'll start from now in March through summer. We'll be 80s, 90s, and it'll even get up to the 100s towards the end of summer, which is great for them, the grapes to grow. But the nights are cool. So Temecula is 22 miles from the ocean. So we get this Pacific Ocean breeze that comes in through the mountains and the valleys. So the nights get cool. And, you know, for the last probably month, I've been up every morning early, taking the dog out, potty breaks, and it's in the 20s and 30s. It won't be that cool going into summer, but the summer evenings will still remain very cool. So that's what the grapes love to grow in is cool evenings, warm days. And then we have the Pacific breeze and also the mist uh, from the ocean air comes right in here. And that mist and moisture helps them grow as well. So it feels like we're watching a little baby grow, Um, just having the buds break and then we'll see the leaves and then the grapes come and then get big and then come harvest at the end of summer. So we'll be talking a lot about that. We'll be having a harvest fest with a barbecue. If you're around, let us know. We'd love for you to come and join. We'll be picking all the grapes. We have all of the machinery here to work them from from the vines into the bottle. And uh, we'll tell you more about that as we get closer. So if you'd like to follow the Mobo adventure, you can find me on Instagram under Bunches of Joy. So Bunches of Joy uh, is the Mobo Vineyard. And uh, you can also subscribe to our Mobo newsletter. Go to our website at themobovineyard.com and sign up for the newsletter to keep uh, up with all of our events and fun. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Biswell Podcast.